Hello world and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I am your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by the lovely Nicolette, and we will be discussing the Disney classic, Mary Poppins. How are you doing today, Nick? I'm great. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to talk to you about this movie because I know... So am I. Yeah, I know how how much you love it, so I'm excited. Me too. I can't wait for you to just bash on all my ideas. Whoa! (laughs) We're already starting. This is how we're going to start. No, I'm going to bash on your ideas. Like this, but I have a feeling we're going to get into some heated debate about what? I don't know, because your world is so different than mine when I look at this movie, and I just feel like we're going to have a lot of different opinions. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe, but that doesn't mean that we have to get into a heated debate. <laughs> That's true. I'm more cynical. You're more optimistic. Therefore, we're going to obviously have different opinions on this movie in general. But It's the perfect balance. Is it? It will be. <laughs> All right. So we just saw the remake, or I guess it's not a remake, sorry, the sequel, Mary Poppins Returns. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think? I really liked it. Okay. Um, I thought that it had a lot of good nods to the original. Mm-hmm. So if you know the original movie and you're a fan of it, you can definitely see some of those things, um, which I appreciated. Um, I felt like it, uh, it it kind of followed the same worlds of the original. Like it had that imaginative piece, of course, because Mary Poppins is back. Um, the same sediment, it kind of, it felt really similar, mm-hmm. but it was different and unique in its own way. And I love the... The new songs too there wasn't one that i was like hey eh, could probably do without okay i mean i could do without lin manuel Man- uh what the hell's his name lin manuel miranda oh i know you're not a fan of i him. could just punch that dude in the face with his Why? douche donut fucking his douche donut goatee i don't know <laughs> he seems like a, a lovely man he just annoys the shit out of me i don't understand how i don't know his stupid accent in the movie just it, it, every time he's on screen i'm just like eh, you're over it eh. Oh. Yeah. 
So I, I guess so. So looking into this movie, into Mary Poppins, I didn't realize that the new Mary Poppins Returns mm-hmm. was based on the other Mary Poppins books from P.L. Travers, at least loosely based on those, which oh. I had no idea. I didn't either. Yeah. It's not based on one specifically, but like based on a, a few different ones, apparently. You know, again, I don't know. I haven't read oh. any of the books. So, but yeah, who knew? Yeah, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I'm just in it for the... You're just in it for the, the song and dance. Yeah. Okay. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. Um, it it felt a little long. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, almost the exact same movie to me. Mm-hmm. Essentially, it's the, it's the same plot. Um, Emily Blunt is incredibly charming, mm-hmm. I thought, as, as Mary Poppins. I almost like her more than Julie Andrews, and maybe that's just because of the, the time difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't. Yeah. No? Can't. can't do it? No. Julie Andrews is iconic. That's it. Yeah, she's Mary Poppins in my eyes. Yeah. I don't know why Meryl Streep had to be in the movie. I agree. That was, I mean, she was supposed to be like the new version of Uncle Albert, I, I think. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she's a little loopy and loony like Uncle Albert. Yeah. But... She was fine. I yeah. just thought like, oh, you just throw in arguably the greatest actress of all time just to say she's in the movie. I but think. I do, I did love her accent. Her like Russian yes. accent? Yeah. It was good. What's her name? Topsy Turvy? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Some yeah. ridiculously Turvey. long name. Okay. But yeah, she was she was good. I thought the movie was fine. It's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Like I would recommend it to people who like the original, obviously, or people who just like Disney. Yeah. Um, apparently also they brought back some of the original animators who are in their 90s now. What? To do like the animated scenes, which I thought were beautiful. The scenes were really cool. Oh yeah, they're gorgeous. I yeah. especially love the one where they went to the music hall mm-hmm. and they all the animation that looks like it was a, in a ceramic bowl or mm-hmm. a painting. Um, how they did that with their clothing and everything. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, this, the sound is really cool too because every time they're walking, you can hear them in the bowl. Um, that's the scene where you had to go up and go pee. So I you know. missed some of it. I missed some of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it was good. I enjoyed it. It's not going to be like my favorite. And yeah. I don't know that I would necessarily watch it again. Yeah. Um, but it was fine. Again, I like Emily Blunt a lot. So I, yeah, I think she's, she's one of the best actress. actresses out right now. So yeah, no, she was great. Yeah. She really was. I Except just can't Lynn see Manuel. her being the top for replacing Julie Andrews for me. Yeah. But she was yeah. really good. Yeah. The um, kids were good. I thought the kids were actually really good. Yeah. I agree. Okay, I want to talk for you a little bit about the songs. Okay. So I do not remember, nor did I put down anything or look it up as far as what the names of the new songs are. Sure. But there was one, I think it was in the Ceramic Bowl scene, that it was, it kind of felt like similar to the song Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious because mm-hmm. they made up their own little long quirky word. Right. Um, so I really enjoyed that. But I'm, I'm telling you right now, when they did... The, it was in the beginning of the movie, and it was about his. He went up in the attic, and he was singing about his dead wife, like waterworks. It was awful. Yeah. It was so sweet and genuine. I was like, "Oh my god, it's such a good song." Right. I mean, to be fair, you cried on two different trailers before the movie too. Why do we have to go do that? Why do you have to tell everybody? <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I don't know I that don't... it holds the same emotional value when you're crying during the uh, the dog trailer at the beginning of the movie. Listen, that's heart wrenching. <laughs> heart, uh, anyways. Whatever. Heart wrenching trailer. <laughs> sad. Uh, yeah, that song was good. Uh, you know, the the one part that I really disliked about the movie, with the exception of Lin Manuel Miranda and his douche donut, is uh, they're like BMX bikers in the, in the movie. Like, what the fuck? So the they're not chimney sweeps anymore. They're like right. lamp lighters or lamp <clears throat> putter outers. I don't know what they call them. 
but they ride around in bikes but then they have a big musical scene where the dudes are like some of the dudes are on like half pipes yes. like on legit bmx bikes and you can hear the like click 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 click, click, click like the clicking of their yes their cha- i'm just like they're doing like tricks and, and shit and i'm like eh. that kind of honestly that kind of put that threw me off yeah a lot yeah well i thought that was a really good piece of the movie too that was probably my favorite musical piece from like the choreography yeah it was the biggest yeah but i thought it was the the best too i mean even aside from the ceramic bowl that one which is funny because that's the one that mary poppins is in the least i know but i think that was nice just to kind of chop it up a little bit make it different i mean it's very similar to the original exactly they go like it's it's, exactly it's like scene for scene the original for the most part on just a larger scale yeah because they're not on a soundstage. They're actually like filming where the other one, the the original, which we're going to talk about, they're literally like they have one set piece and then everything else is like painted. Like all the backdrop of the city is painted. Yeah. Like none of that's, they're not really anywhere. They're just on a soundstage. Yeah. All right. So you liked it though overall? I really did. Yes, I did. Better than the original? Worse than the original? Or just you? It's just a nice like homage to the original. Uh, yeah, I think it's just basically a good homage. I don't think I could at this point really make it better or worse i i think it just kind of continues the story a little bit more okay all right well let's talk about the uh let's talk about the original yeah oh yes okay so the synopsis in the turn of the century london a magical nanny employs music and adventure to help two neglected children become closer to their father okay are they neglected uh George Banks is not the best father. Well, the mom's not the best mother either. That too. Like, they're supposed to have... This, I mean, I just want to talk about it since you brought that up. Yeah. The mother is supposed to be like the empowerment of, of woman, essentially, right. at that time, right? She can't do both. Like, she can't be that and still be a good mom. Because they make it seem like she's neglecting her children right. to be like uh, an empowered woman, which I almost feel like at that time, they, that's like a comment about... Like, well, if you're going to do this, then you can't possibly be a good mom. Mm. So that throws me off. That that bothers me a lot because you okay. can do both. And they make her to be like essentially an idiot. I think one thing we have to get clear before we talk about this movie is that these are different times. And, you know, you have to have like that little disclaimer because the way you lived your life then and the way people live their lives now, <clears throat> excuse me, it's a lot, it's a lot different. It's 64 and... and for some reason, I have a hard time with that, with this movie in particular. Mm-hmm. I think because it's pitched obviously like a family movie sure and i would be i would be embarrassed to show that not embarrassed but i feel like i would have to have a legit conversation with a child when i show them this and be like look this isn't how it's supposed to be you know i I just i so i have a really hard time with that in this movie particularly well if you think about it you know there's like film classics that you appreciate and some of them you know have some of the same things that upset you about this movie as far as the times Mm -hmm. But they're still classics. But they're not pitched as a family film. I can't That's think of true. one. That's true. They aren't. But I think you have to know, and there has to be, like I mentioned before, a little bit of a disclaimer, know the times, and to have them appreciate, you know, how far we've come along or like yeah. how different things are. Well, I don't know that I don't know that necessarily things have come along that far. I think people are just better at hiding it. Like we still have these Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, there's oh, still these yes. sexist and these these you know all these things that are going on in the world where where people just kind of brush it under the rug and they don't they're not so open about it. Where in in '64 they were open about like be in the kitchen, do your goddamn job. You know, I'm the man of the house. Listen to what I'm going to say, but which is layer, clear. Yeah, yeah. But another layer you have to add to this is the social status. So you know you have two parents. They're 
well off. They have live-in nannies, live-in housekeepers. So I don't know how different that is at that time too. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the whole idea of, like you mentioned, do what I say because I'm the man and you know I have my priorities aren't my children for right. the mother. You know, that's definitely um, there, but you have to also consider the social status yeah. too. All right. No, I understand. Little sidebar. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. So the movie came out in 64, which we've mentioned multiple times, mm-hmm. directed by a gentleman named Robert Stevenson. Okay. I, I'm not familiar with, I, I don't know what else Robert Stevenson has done. It doesn't ring a bell to me. Uh, this movie is 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Shut up. It's 100% by critics. It's 86% by audience. See? Okay. And one other thing you have to consider. <laughs> Why are you pointing at me? Well, Nobody because can see. I'm passionate about this movie. You, at the end of the day, there's lessons in the movie. So back to it being a family movie, sure. there's always fantastic lessons. I have a bunch of questions about these lessons. Oh, I'm sure you do. Yeah. So, because I'm, I'm interested, again, me being more cynical, I'm interested in what somebody who's more optimistic has to think about these things. I hear you. Okay. Uh, the movie had a budget of $6 million, which is astronomical then, mm-hmm. um, and originally ran, or made $31 million in its initial release, but has since made $102 million in its, you know, every other time it's been released. What I found really, this is like one of the most interesting things I f- found out about this movie that I didn't know doing research was that from the original, uh, the profits that Walt Disney made from this movie, he was able to buy the land to make Disney World. Oh my gosh, that's such a cool fact. Yeah, yeah. Again, internet research, I don't know if it's 100% true, but it's on the interweb, so it must be Quote true. Quote unquote fact. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, it's based on the, the book series, again, by P.L. Travers, who hated Walt Disney and hated mm-hmm. this movie with a passion so much that they obviously made a movie about it, saving... Saving Mr. Banks, which all they did was like talk shit about her in that movie. Oh my god! You remember the movie? I don't think so. Yeah, Emma Thompson is in it. Colin Farrell's her dad. She's oh yes, yeah, so I that, do remember now. Yeah. And she, they just make her to be like a miserable lady. Like yes, and Walt Disney's like the best person ever. Yes, which is all not true. Yes, yeah. that's so true. Um, Walt Disney decided to make this movie or attempt to make this movie because it was his daughter's favorites mm-hmm. or the, his daughter's favorite book series, both daughters. And he had made a promise to them and he tried to get the, the rights to the, to the books for 20 years and then yeah. eventually did. Yeah. And again, uh, it was a mess after that. And they made the movie about that. Right. Nominated for 13 Academy Awards, which Hot is crazy. <laughs> and then it won five including Julie Andrews, one best actress. Because she's amazing. She is. Yeah, she's amazing in this movie. She's not really in the movie that much, though. Mm. That's what was like But she's pretty... very impactful. She doesn't sure. need to be in Sure, but she won best actress, so that would mean that this is her movie. And I don't think that Mary Poppins is in either of these movies that much. I'm sure there's other movies like that. Yeah, and, and they win best supporting actress. But she's the lead. Got it. And it's named after her. Also, so, yes, she got can it be as well. I'm just saying, watching it, it felt like she's not in it that much. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, I again found this interesting that P.L. Travers, in her will, put that they could not make a sequel to this movie. Absolutely forbid it. Oh my gosh. And then what does her awful family do? Makes a deal with Walt with the Disney <gasps> company to make a stop yep, to make a to make a sequel. Yeah, they were trying since the 80s to make a sequel. And she said, absolutely not. It was in her will not to do it. And then they found like a loophole around the will. Her, the people who, what do you call it when they, 
the when the people who are running her estate yeah the trustee the trustee they yeah they they found like a loophole and wow they made, yeah. so that was like in, literally in her will not to make a sequel wow yeah. dude she had a deep rooted like <laughs> yeah i don't know something against well walt she disney. she she didn't like walt disney she didn't like the that he was supposed to be just like an animated movie maker yeah and then she hated there's a like articles articles there's a book written about it she just hated the idea of it and then actually once it was made she couldn't stand it wow yeah so it's just it's not how she imagined it correct yeah that's a bummer but i'm sure that's very frustrating as an artist or i'm sorry as a writer to like have your your potentially your life's work come to fruition and say oh that's not at all how I wanted to portray it. Right, but then there, there is, you can make the same argument that they, because that they were able to sell this to the Disney company, mm-hmm. that that financially secured her family for like generations. But sometimes it doesn't matter. Like it probably okay. to her, it didn't matter clearly because she put in her will that it's not, it wasn't to her, it wasn't about the money that she didn't want another one coming out. I got you. But I mean, I would rather take care of my family long-term than be so stubborn egotistical that I would be so worried about that like yeah. you know because her it. thing is I guess she would always correct people when they would make comments about Mary Poppins that that's not who Mary Poppins really is and then would give them the, the set of books oh yeah. interesting so it just seems like she's she was very both of them I mean Walt Disney was like an egomaniac too yeah so huh. yeah interesting um that's like a really good that's a really good topic outside of this maybe that would be a good, good book for you to read yes yeah <laughs> um so this is considered Disney's crowning achievement because this was the first movie that he had ever made that was nominated for Best Picture during his lifetime, and then he died a few years after this movie came out. Oh. So this was like the biggest, yeah, the biggest moment of his life, movie making. Way wise. to go out with a bang! And it was for his his, his daughters. daughters. Yeah. Yeah. that's pretty cool. Who were in their probably thirties at that point. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, you want to get into the categories? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so I'm counting on you to bring to bring some some heat. To this because I'm pretty light on my suggestions. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> the idea, I pitched this as a you running this podcast and me being your guest, but you kind of, kind of poo pooed on that idea. Yeah, uh, yeah, I did poo poo on that idea. Poo poo. I'd love to talk about it, but I don't know if I want to host it yet. All right, I understand. Because I do such an epic job exactly. hosting Exactly. I yeah. cannot yeah. succumb to your level. I know. I've set the bar pretty high. <laughs> pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, most rewatchable scene or most watchable scene. Uh, Mary Poppins' arrival. Mm-hmm. So just her arriving at the house. Uh, you know, they have all the, the line of, of nannies that are going to interview. And she comes in <laughs> and she just lays into... To, to Mr. Banks, and she ends up like interviewing him. Mm-hmm. I have a question about that scene. Okay. Does Mary Poppins kill all of the nannies that are waiting at the door? Because they all fly away because of her like storm, and you never hear or see them again. Where are they at? What happened? They're definitely, definitely not dead. Well, I mean, okay, what happened? They fly away. And First like of a- all, she doesn't need to do that. She has <laughs> magic. Okay, she doesn't need to kill people mm. to get what she wants. That's real dark. I'm just asking. That's what She's I noticed <laughs> watching it. Like, what happened to them? It's dark shit. What is Mary Poppins? That's a question that I have through the whole movie. Okay. What is she? What is she? Yeah, is she a real person? Is she a god? Is she an angel? Is she, like, what is she? I, is she I an entity a, of some sort or is she just magic? I couldn't put a label on her. I feel like she's just a magical being. Like, she. Like Harry know. Potter. What? Say that again? Like Harry Potter. Kind of, maybe just in human form. She's. 
But I don't know. I don't know because of all the lessons that come along right. with it. That makes you kind of, you know, tap on the whole religious thing. Yeah. But it's I don't think it's really religious. It's just human kindness. Like I, I I don't really know what she is. That's a really good question. I'd have to sit on that for a while. Yeah. I would just say she's a magical being. Okay. Just some entity that comes when, when somebody yeah. needs her. Yeah. Like she's... Like, like a guardian angel almost or something like that? Kind of. Maybe. Mm-hmm. She's, she comes when she's needed. If she's magic, mm-hmm. what house at Gryffindor did she belong to? Oh my gosh. This thing again. <laughs> Always back to Harry Potter. <laughs> OMG. All right, next next yeah. next scene. Uh the English countryside scene, which is the first like animated scene mm-hmm. that they jump into the picture. Mm-hmm. Um it's just I mean, it still looks really good. Yeah. Uh majority of it looks still really good. Yeah. It's the the songs. I mean, the songs are the real winner of this movie. Absolutely. I would rather listen to the the music than than watch the movie. Um but I think that's just I remember seeing that as a kid and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. It's so it, it looks great. Even though, you know, they later did it in Roger Rabbit and it looks better in Roger Rabbit. It's just, uh, it's just different in Mary Poppins. I think it looks flat in Roger Rabbit. Well, they're not, they're not in Roger Rabbit at no point except for the very end. Are they fully immersed in like a animated world? You know what I'm saying? Like they'll just have Roger Rabbit with them or they'll have Jessica Rabbit or something or the weasels. Um, they're not actually until they go to, to Toontown, they're not actually in a whole animated world. Yeah, I just think this movie is way more visually stunning than Roger Rabbit. I would disagree, but I understand. Okay, I get that. Obviously, this is the this is the like originator of this. This and and yes. what's it? Bed knobs and broomsticks. Yes. Okay. Um, so then you have the supercalifragilistic expialidocious scene. Yes. Again, which lends itself to the the animated and and uh, and real live action, and then the song as well. I mean, yeah. The classic song, Absolutely. and then I think my favorite is the uh, the chim 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 yeah. chimery uh, step chim, in time chim, yeah. scene, which I think is obviously the biggest scene they probably did, probably because it has a ton of people and it's like the biggest uh, dance number. Right? Um, can you spell supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? I, I would like you to. Yes. Okay, I'm just gonna make sure that I have. You're gonna look at your computer and do it. No. Okay. Ready for it? Wait, I can't. I'm hold on, hold look. on. I can't ask you to spell something and you literally look it up. You, you. No, hack. I have it written down because I spelt it on my own. No spell check because I know. So, just let right. me do it. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, S U P E R C A L I F R A G I L I S T I C. You're looking. XP. No. Your base. You need to stop. You're looking at the goddamn. Computer. Okay. I am not because you <laughs> retake. Close yep. my eyes. Ready? Yeah. Yep. S U P E R C A L I F R A G I L I C E X P A L I D O C I O U S. It's close. I think you missed a few letters. I think I did miss. Yeah, but you're good. I think you missed a T. Good job. Thanks. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Nailed it. Totally. <laughs> what is, uh, for you, what's the most watchable scene or do you have something different? Actually, I don't. And this is where I'm a little surprised sure. that we are aligned on two out of the three. Yeah. Well, I think the, I mean, I picked majority of the ones I picked are going to be like the big new musical numbers with the exception of her arrival. Right. So, I mean, those are the clear winners for me. That's why yeah. I wish I could have found something else, but there's nothing else that I was just like, man, that's, that, that kind of blew my mind. Yeah. Go ahead. So I have two on here sure. that are like at the top. And 
my first is the introduction, like you mentioned, of okay. Mary Poppins. The background, I love the the whole background of London, mm-hmm. even though it was painted. Um, the wonder of what like makes her so unique. So the anticipation and like, oh gosh, who is this woman? Right. Um, so I think that there's something special about that. And you have so many questions that fuel your curiosity. Um, I agree with you. I think one of my favorite parts of this whole scene is when she just kind of takes ownership and controls the whole interview process. It was hilarious. Um, and she's like, you know what? I'm going to give you one week. We're going right. to do a trial period. Right. She's. It was amazing. So yes, that was probably my number one. And then my second one is It's a Jolly Holiday with Mary. Okay. You know, when they get into that world that right. you mentioned in the English countryside, when they jump into the chalk. Um, my favorite part of that is the barnyard animals. Yep. Yep. Their <laughs> all the animated and their voices yeah. and all of that. It was, it was the, and I think that, that part has like the best costumes and the mixed media of, mm-hmm. you know, having the animation with the real life. Yeah. So those are my top two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would say for me, it's either Mary Poppins arrival or the Chim Chimarie. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Mary Poppins in that in that opening scene. Yes. Is she a narcissist? Okay. It's funny you say that because I was thinking the same thing. Okay. I don't know. I guess she could be, but she she likes to put herself in positions, but she's in her she creates these worlds. Okay. Where she like everybody is ooing and aahing over her. Right. You know, especially when she goes into her made worlds. Oh. So she could be because she definitely loves the attention. What does she refer to herself as? Um, perfectly perfect in every way. I think it's pleasantly like perfect. Pleasantly perfect. <laughs> if you refer to yourself as pleasantly perfect in every way, yeah. you might be a bit of a narcissist. I could see that. And then she like loves to look at herself in the mirror, even then makes the mirror larger so she can see herself more. <laughs> oh, this won't do. <laughs> yeah, she is a narcissist. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, if what? that's the only thing wrong with Mary Poppins. Yeah, yeah. Julie Andrews is stunning in that. I movie. know she's gorgeous, like, beautiful, absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I, I, she's still, she's a, she's a beautiful older lady, mm-hmm. older woman, but she's, she's stunning in that movie. Yeah. Again, I, I think I would rather I like Emily Blunt more. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I like Emily Blunt, but I don't like her more. There's that one scene in the new one where the little boy asks her her weight. Yes. And her reaction yes. is my favorite. That was cute. Yeah, her reaction is the best. We're toggling back and forth between yeah. the new moon, new no, movie. No, but it's fine. Old. It's supposed to be the the MPU, Mary Poppins universe. Oh, now officially <laughs> we have a second one. It's a universe. Third one. The, we had the <laughs> Home Alone, Die Hard. No, Mary I'm Poppins. talking about second movie for Mary Poppins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. That's funny. All right, let's go to the next category. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Standout performance. There's really only two. I picked yeah. a third just. Uh, because I wanted to talk about it. Okay. It's obviously going to be Julie Andrews as Mary Poppins, right. Dick Van Dyke as Burt. Yes. Um, or the kids. I thought that the two the two children who played uh, Jane and Michael are actually really good in that movie for mm-hmm. for being really young. Because I think yeah. a lot of times you can have movies with with younger with children. Yeah. And they it can take you out. Like they can be so bad that it doesn't work. But I think both of the the children, um, Karen. It's a Karen. Uh, her name's Karen. Dotrice and Matthew Garber okay played the played Jane and Michael really well yeah but I mean obviously it's gonna be it's gonna be Julie Andrews right yeah um yes of course so my top two was gonna be Julie Andrews and Bert I didn't even think of the kids but if I were to talk about the kids it would definitely be Michael Mm -hmm. the little boy I think he he was better really because I think the little girl's actually better 
because oh. she's asked to do more. She's crying more often. Like she shows way more emotion. I think Michael is more of the the uh, kind of uh, Julie Andrews and you know Mary Poppins is throwing the jokes off of him. Yeah. So she's using him a lot as like her her fodder for jokes. Right. But I think the little girl's asked to do more. Oh, I like the little. And then boy. the little boy's got like the stank tooth. <laughs> in high definition he's got like some like a brown tooth it's one of his front teeth are brown it's i just off. love all of his comments like he's he's just a, like a typical little boy yeah. as far as you know when they are making up the ad of the girl of the nanny that they wanted um <laughs> yeah. i think what, what were you gonna say when he's like i added that yeah she's <laughs> like they're like the advertisement they want rosy cheeks no warts and he's like that's the part i put in yeah yeah he says that twice it's, yeah, he's cute he's yeah cute um yeah so i think it's got to be julie andrews yeah and so one thing i didn't i agree okay one thing i didn't think about until i rewatched it recently was with julie andrews and then bert you know mary poppins is supposed to be this magical being we'll classify her as that she's a witch sure anyways and then bert (laughs) you know he's in the normal living world is he i think so okay but he is just a good human in general For sure. like he is the most genuine loving guy i and i never even realized that like he was he was that good or that to the core you know like kind of helping the kids like bridge that gap between him um between their father and that misunderstanding um he's just awesome and he's beyond kind to mary if i if i was gonna have to say that who's the like hero of the movie mm-hmm. i think it's him yeah more yeah. than mary poppins yeah. Because he's the one who's like always there doing the right thing. And I think they do the same thing with Lin-Manuel in the new one. Yeah. They make him, he's the, you know, again, I don't, I don't have a problem with his character in the new movie. I just don't, he, he's not appealing to me. Yeah. But his, the character is well done. Again, they make the chimney sweeps or the light. I don't know what they call them in the new one. I know. I should have looked at that. Um, but they, they make them the, the very much the, the vulnerable and like the, the like almost father figures. Mm-hmm. In those movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, Dick Van Dyke's great in this movie. I think he's fantastic. And he had an opportunity to bridge that gap between the kids and the father, like going back to the synopsis. Um, Mm -hmm. Even with, you know, when he had the kids after the Chim Chimney song, the whole ensemble, and he was explaining to them that, you know, sometimes you have to understand your father. He doesn't, you know, he he has hard things to do every day. And then when he's over in the house with George Banks and he's like, you know, soon they'll be grown up and it'll be too late. Right. So kind of helping bridge that guy. He didn't have to, he didn't have to say anything or do anything. And I didn't, I never caught those little scenes right. before, um, which I thought was really sweet. Right. You appreciate it a little more as you mm-hmm. get older. Yeah. No, I get that. Uh, next, next category is worst performance. I don't really have anybody because I don't, I don't think, I mean, I can name a bunch of people who I think are just like over the top, but like you said, looking at it, in 64, it's probably yeah. right in line with what they're doing. Some of the performances don't hold up great now. Um, right. But I'm not going to say that anybody was particularly bad. Yeah. I mean, I just have over the top is what I think of as worst. Right. And for me, that's the that's the overacting award. Oh, yeah. The, ca- okay. the category. So I'll hold yeah. mine for that. Okay. <laughs> so then the next category is the Jamie Foxx Award for overacting. Yeah. Uh, Dick Van Dyke's accent. Sometimes his accent is like, Oi, governor. You're like, what the fuck? It's all too much. Yeah. Yeah. It's too much. Um, Even though it works, like sometimes I'm like, what? No, man. It's too much. Like, what are you saying? You're you're going too far. I need subtitles. That's a musical theater, I think. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I have every non-main character. (laughs) 
So like the nannies, the maids, they're all shooting their shot. Yeah. They're like, we're only on screen for yes. five minutes and we're going to get it in. Yes. Okay. As much as possible. And then Mr. Banks. I think uh, David mm-hmm. Tomlinson is Mr. Banks. Sometimes he's really going for just that stereotypical, you know, alpha male, just father dick at yeah. that point. Yeah. Which really bothers me. I can't stand him in this movie. I know. I hope Mr. Banks dies. I know. He's, he's and then, not okay, likable. Okay. So he, he has this redeeming moment, right? Sure. And then right at the end, what does he do? He goes back and works for the fucking bank again. I know. So like you had like a day with your kids where you changed. And then I'm just supposed to believe that like for the rest of your life, you've changed again. Well, I mean, come on. We're looking at the end of the movie. That was an an eye-opening moment for him. It was like his epiphany. How do we not know that he didn't change after that on a day-to-day with his We don't. But again, this goes to me being more cynical and you being more optimistic. But we don't know. But I can see from your point of view... You're like, okay, great, whatever, it was one day. Yeah. But you don't know. Do you have anybody else you want to add for the overacting? Mine more specifically than the supporting characters was Ellen the Nanny. Okay. She was over the top. I definitely prefer Ellen the Nanny in the new one. Oh, Mrs. Weasley? Yes. Mrs. Weasley. (laughs) She's fantastic. Yeah, she's great. Versus the original. She was not my favorite. And she, to me, stood out as overacting like the entire time. Why do the nannies all hate the kids so much? They paint the children that they're the worst kids in the world. And by all indications, they're pretty good. The only thing they do is they like run away to go be like adventurous. What they make it kids. Yeah. They make it right from the beginning that these are like the worst kids. They call them beasts. They call them little beasts. Like they're good kids. I don't understand the issue. I just think, you know, in that, I don't know if it was that time or that status, but the, in that world at that point, good kids were to be orderly and behave and these kids are imaginative and they're flamboyant and they're just trying to be kids and that's not seen as good quote-unquote um children okay speaking of the children mm-hmm. i have another like little little nitpick i want to ask you about okay mr banks in this movie is 47 yes mrs banks is 41 these kids are like five and six how are they popping out kids in their 40s in 64? That's, um, that's, do the math. I just did. No. Go backwards. They're in their mid-30s. No. They're, I literally did the math based on how old the actors are and what year this came out. They, that's how old Mr. Banks would have been 47 in real life. Okay. I'm talking about Mrs. Banks. She would have been 41. Yeah. So and The kids are five six. or six. That's, that, people in 64 weren't having that's kids in true. their 30s. Back is in what the I'm days, saying. that wasn't the case. That throws me off because Mr. Banks looks old as shit. Yeah, he does. <laughs> These are just little things it's now all watching that it Sherry now. That, and... Yeah. <laughs> These are little things now watching it that just throw me off. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just think I don't know. You don't have any of these like you're just you're just you suspend the disbelief because you love this movie so much. Well, I did not look up into their ages. I would have never me off. thought. Yeah. I mean, I know he was older, but she didn't look that old. Okay. All right, so I, just, I, I wouldn't think I disagree, that. But that's fine. So that's why yeah, I wouldn't think to look that up. All right. I don't want you to think that I don't enjoy this movie because I do. I'm just, I know. I'm looking at it like you are just way more pumped on it than I am. That's true. So, but this is why I really wanted to do this podcast because this is something, this is a movie that I know you absolutely, this is in your top three, if not number one. Yes. And I love having you on this podcast. And so that's why I wanted to do this because I know how, how, how much you love it. And I wanted to finish the year off with you being on it because of that reason. Oh, that's very sweet. Well, I will help bridge the gap. Do you, this is not something I had written down. I just wanted to ask, do you identify Julie Andrews more with this or Sound of Music? 
this. It's got to be, right? Yeah. I don't even know her name in Sound of Music. Uh, I don't remember her name right now. Yeah, I, it has to be this. It does, it, right? It has to be. Yeah, because it's... Yep, it has to be. Okay. Because she's so... She's the main... She's Mary Poppins. Of this movie. Yeah. yeah. And in Sound of Music, I feel like there's a lot more supporting characters, a lot more people that have larger roles. Well, the dad, I mean, yes. Christopher Plummer ended up being like a massive movie star. Right. And even the children, too. Right. And, you know, the whole nun piece. Yeah. And I don't know. I just feel like I associate her more with Mary Poppins it's than be. Sound of Music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I agree. It's got to be Mary Poppins. Like, yeah. I don't associate her with anything but Mary Poppins. Yeah. Plus, she, she looks way cooler with all her different costume changes. Yeah. And just, yeah, yeah. I it's mean, iconic. the songs, though, are those are hard to put up against uh, each other. I would, I, I don't know. I, I would know. probably say this over Sound of Music, but Sound mm. of Music got some solid stuff. I don't know. It's hard. They're, they're pretty solid. Well, let's talk about it when we get to okay. most memorable musical sequence. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, did we decide on a Jamie Foxx award for overacting? Well... I said Ellen. Okay. I'm going you said with, Banks. Yeah, I said I hate Mr. Banks. Yeah, but you also... I, I think Dick Van Dyke's accent gets the overacting <laughs> award for me. As I, much as I love Bert, sometimes his accent sounds like he's got a mouthful of marbles. Oh, Bert. Oi. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay. That's the only thing I can do for a British accent. All right. Uh, who did the most of the least? I only have one thing, and you're going to be like, what the fuck? I have one thing, too. Let's hear it. I want to hear no, yours. No, I want to hear yours. The animated fox. Oh my God, you're so random. He's the best. He's, you know He's what? Okay, best. it's funny about that fox because that fox is like the same. Uh, is it the fox that has the same voice as, uh, what is it, in Robin Hood? It might be. They recycle all that stuff. Yeah. Like the, the dude who plays Uncle, what's his name? Albert. Uncle Albert is the Mad Hatter. I mean, they, yeah. they recycle all the voices in that time. Yeah. They recycle a lot of the animation too. Yeah, like even the barnyard animals, I yeah. think they had some from Robin Hood in there yeah, too. Yeah, but I love the animated fox, how he's like... You feel bad for him because he's going to get eaten by yeah, the dogs by and the he dogs. gets on the horse and he's like, fuck you, pretty much. <laughs> Talking shit. He's my favorite. <laughs> I love that yours is the animated fox. That's, I, I love it's it. It's the one part of the movie that I, we, when we were watching it the other day, I got excited for it. Yeah, like, you yeah, were yeah, totally yeah. excited. You're like, yeah, go fox. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who do you got? Um, mine is Uncle Albert. Uncle Albert's good. Yeah. I really enjoy him. Yeah, I, his dad jokes are pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the whole idea I loved in his home and that whole scene with the laughing versus thinking of something sad to come back down, and it was. I think he did a great job. Yeah, Uncle Albert was great. Is great. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I know this is going to be your favorite category: most memorable musical sequence. It's really hard to edit. <laughs> To edit? Yeah, like narrow it down. Oh, to narrow it down. So I have Spoonful of Sugar, uh-huh. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, and then I have under it, Can You Spell It? But you already did that. Yes. And then I have Chimchimmery. Okay, those are my three. Chimchimini. It's Chimchimmery. Oh. It's Chim, Chim. Oh, oh it's Chimchimchiri. I'm sorry, Chimchimchiri. I'm saying Chimmery. All these vowels. <laughs> Chimchimchiri. Okay. Not Chimmery. My bad. Okay. I'm an idiot. Go ahead. No, you're fine. What do you got? You got any you want to add? Um, this one was hard. I have a lot. Okay. So I have spoonful of sugar. Okay. Um, it's a jolly holiday with Mary. Sure. Um, then your two that you just mentioned. Mm -hmm. And then I have step in time. Step in time. Yeah. I'm sorry. I had seven times part of chim chimmery. Chim. Yeah. Chim chim chimmery. I can't say it. (laughs) It kind of flows into Whatever. Anyways. 
And then let's go fly a kite. Okay, the end. I feel like I sing that song on the regular um, because it has such a a, like snippy little tune. I love it. I mean, you were singing it when the movie was going on. I know. Um, So Spoonful of Sugar, uh, those are my other ones. So I want to say like as far as the whole encompassing musical scene, Mm -hmm. I would probably have to go back to what I said earlier about It's a Jolly Holiday with Mary because... That was my fate, one of my favorite scenes. And when you like get submerged into that world, mm-hmm. um, it's one of my favorites. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I get that. They're all great. Again, I would. this is what's memorable to the movie is yeah. all the music. Um, for me, it's Chim Chimuri. <laughs> Chim Chim Chimuri. <laughs> and Step in Time. It's my favorite. <laughs> Don't ask oh me to say it. Oh, my God. Again. Okay. Um, what's funny about that is you remember the when we were dating? Mm-hmm years ago mm-hmm. the water show at disneyland they used to have a water show in the back fantasy waters that was free yes um and they would play step in time yes and i was always like what the hell is that from i could never remember what it was from i didn't know you couldn't remember that yeah i mean i've long since yeah remembered but yeah that always this song always reminds me of that which then reminds me of our dating and my grandma when she was around so like mm-hmm. it has a it has a very special place like near and dear to my heart like oh. that water show will always always messes me up i have it on youtube like download it it's it always brings back like really good memories that's so cool yeah Yeah. that's that show was awesome yeah i loved how intimate it is i think it's gotten blown up with the new california that's kind of what it is was is if you go to the california (laughs) adventure and you see that you know big light or and water show but on a much smaller scale (laughs) yeah it's like i don't know motel six version no it's like someone did it in their pool yeah like there's people that have that 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 quality of water show in their pool now but it was really good yeah it's the best it's the best if anybody wants to look it up fantasy waters it's on youtube disneyland hotel it's it you're gonna be like is this guy serious yeah but it's great it was fantastic in person they might think it's underwhelming but to us well they're wrong (laughs) (laughs) all right um so next category is this doesn't work today Mm -hmm. okay so I have Mr. Banks in general. Um, the Life I Lead song by, that's the song he sings when he's explaining to yes. the kids. Yeah. It's openly sexist. He's like, yes. I'm the man of the house. Do what I say, essentially. Yes. Um, the effects. Some of the effects are really, really bad. Obviously, uh-huh. they're 55 years old, so they're going to be bad. Uh-huh. Um, and then the thing, again, watching movies of this era that always, even movies that are, that are later than this, is the lack of diversity. Yeah. There is nothing but white people in this movie true like literally nothing but white people yeah it's yeah. hard to watch they remedied remedied that in the new one which i think is kind of odd because the movie's supposed to be 20 years later but they have like a black doctor that lives next to them and they they, they try to to do a better job even lin-manuel right mm-hmm. um but that makes the first one even like more of a stark contrast mm-hmm. to me yeah it really bothers me i know all right those are mine what do you got um mine is George Banks and his treatment and behavior sure, or the treatment of his children and, you know, not letting them be kids. And He's the worst. I know. It's, it's not great. Are you going to get sad right now? No, oh, no. You look like you're going to cry. But no, it's not great. Can't take anymore. But, um, I, I think that is the most glaring thing out mm-hmm. of the whole movie because everything else on the movie is the majority, you know, most of it is so, it's, it's a little lighthearted and there's good lessons there. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Again, for me, I think it's it's either Mr. Banks and his just sexist, over overall sexist behavior or the lack of diversity both throw me off. 
Yeah. No, I hear you. And then with, I mean, you could kind of say that twofold even with Winifred and how whatever he says, okay, Mm -hmm. yes, of course. But then she's like, again, she's like beating the drum to be like a strong woman. But I think back in that time, you had to act a certain way with your husband, but you have like your own little agenda behind the scenes that Mm -hmm. your husband doesn't know about. Because he thinks that her votes for women, her rallying is nonsense. Right. Um, but to her, she's like, well, this is my only way I can do it without keeping my, you know, without my husband knowing everything. And she's a shitty mom. Yeah, that's true. Um, what's up with their na- with their neighbor? Oh, with what the is dude, his name? With the dude, I don't know, but doesn't, a homeboy clearly has PTSD, right? Oh, Definitely. Doesn't like, can I ask you a question? This is a legitimate question. Okay. That I had watched, I, I thought of this watching the movie. Doesn't he need Mary Poppins more than these kids need Mary Poppins? Like, he has serious <sighs> issues, like serious mental issues. Admiral Boom. Whatever, which is real clever, Disney. I Admiral know, right? Boom. Doesn't he need help more than like these kids do? Yes, he does. And then he has his little, I think it's his caretaker that's enabling. Oh, see, I think him. it's like his first mate. Like yeah, when he was but, in the military. Yeah, but still. But doesn't he need he help? There. Dude has got issues, man. Yes. And he's the worst neighbor ever. Oh my gosh. No Poor HOA. resale value on that home. Zero of course, HOA. You know, George Banks can't leave. Nobody's going to buy that yeah. home. Again, no homeowners association <laughs> no. shutting that shit down. <laughs> my favorite is like thinking, okay, so if a neighbor every hour that blows a cannon, you there's like no possible way you couldn't even have an open house. Like it would be like... Sorry, that's just, you can't hide that. Like house hunters would come and be like, pros, <laughs> yes. you know, blah, blah, blah. Cons, dude Admiral has Boom a cannon. Next door. Yeah, Admiral Boom with a cannon. <laughs> we'll insulate the walls a little better. Like, come on. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah but definitely. I think he some... needs Mary Poppins more. He needs somebody to help him. Dude's got mental issues. Yeah, but you're right. And it sounds sad, but it's I feel really like sad. Mary Poppins is more for the children. She's a nanny. Whatever. Than the elderly. She's a witch. Okay. So then this still works, okay? Okay. So these are the things that still hold up today. Yeah. Julie Andrews, which we talked about. Yes. And I know I just said the effects didn't work, <laughs> but it's going to be in this category too that it does work because some of them still are beautiful and work. There's just some that you're like, nah, it looks awful. But overall, yeah. they still look really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. What do you got? So mine are a little different. Okay. Can't wait to hear them. Um, well, no, it's just, <laughs> I'm sure. So what still works, you know, you have, regardless of Mrs. Banks, isn't mm-hmm. the greatest of a mother, you know, she's marching for equal rights right. and voting rights. And I love her little chant. Our daughters will adore us and they'll sing in grateful chorus. Um, so I think that that would still work and that would hold up today. Okay. Um, in addition, I think the overall idea that you get more with honey so for example you have all these nasty nannies coming in here and expecting order from these children mary poppins come comes in now she's strict but she's embraces the children's imagination and she's sweet to them i just feel like that whole concept of you get more with honey than you do with anything else um i think that still works Okay. Yeah, no, that, that's a good that's a good lesson. That was actually going to lead me into a question that I have for you, and I was going to wait till the end, but let's just bring it up now. What is the lesson of this movie? What is the overall lesson that it, it's teaching you? So I, I pull out a, a few things. Okay. So I think, you know, appreciating the little things. So the simplest things of spending some time with your children or, you know, okay, there's that one song with... 
Oh my gosh, I always get the name wrong. It's fine. Um, so I have to look it up. But with the uh, homeless woman. Okay. Um, is it tuppence? Yeah. Something like that. About you know, the being bird. kind yeah. to others. Um, I think that's some of the lessons, or one of the lessons, sorry. I have like a whole thing here, and I don't remember it off the top of my head of some of the other lessons. I have a lessons section. I'm not okay. going to lie. All right. Do you so, want to come back to it? Not taking things for granted. So like like I mentioned, the bird lady by the cathedral. Right. You know, feeding the birds the lessons at yep. that time. Showing people that you care, even though like I think part of the song is her words are simple and few, but listen, she's calling to you. Okay. So for people in need, tuppence the back. That's okay. what it's called. Um, and then I kind of talked to it a little bit earlier as far as bridging that gap between with Bert mm-hmm. and the children. And like, you, you know, you don't understand until you walk in their shoes type of thing. Right. You know, have a little compassion, that sort of thing. So those are probably a few of them off the top of my head. I okay. Think of. Why, what lessons are you questioning? No, no, I'm not questioning any lessons. Okay. I, I want to know kind of, because it has a bunch of different lessons. So I'm trying to understand, like, for me, it, it, it's almost the same lesson that, that Nightmare Before Christmas has a little mm-hmm. bit, is be grateful for what you have yeah. and, and embrace what you have and kind of live in the moment. Mm-hmm. Because that's, to me, that's what the movie's about, is living in the moment. You know, Mr. Banks is spending so much time at work, and he's not around, and right. and the mom is not around, and, you know, she's doing her thing. But these kids, not being neglected, because they're, they're, they're cared for financially, like right. they're, they're not on the streets or anything like that, but they're not, they're not being, they're not being kids. You know, they're not allowed to be kids. So I think that that's kind of, you know, live in the moment, you know, don't, you don't have, work's not the most important thing. Like you're your hobbies aren't the most important thing. Like your family is the most important. And Mm -hmm. that's to me, that's what it's about. Yeah. And it hasn't, obviously it has an overall, overall lesson of being kind. Yes. Obviously. Yes. Um, But it's, it's to me, it's more about like embracing what you current, what you have. Yeah. Yeah. So I can see that. Maybe I'm completely wrong because Mary Poppins is a witch and she's, you know, maybe she's, she's manipulating the children. I thought we agreed on magical being. You asked the question. I answered magical being aka witch (laughs) (laughs) okay uh next category sure so i was gonna ask the gary oldman Mm -hmm. question right but i don't think i'm gonna ask this one i don't think it's appropriate for this okay okay Mm -hmm. um just because it just it again this is this is your movie this is the movie you love yeah and you don't you know gary oldman's kind of whatever to you i think so I can appreciate his talent. Do you have somebody you would have put him as? Yeah, I think if he was this person, it would have been a better movie. Let's hear it. If he was George Banks, I feel like he would have been a little bit... That's what I got. ...more kind. That's what I got. Yep, George Banks. Okay. Mm -hmm. Done. Done. (laughs) (laughs) Most memorable line. Yes. Uh, So I have a couple. There's a ton, but I have a couple. So you want me to read them to you? Yeah. Though we adore men individually, we agree that as a group, they are rather stupid. (laughs) So that's Mrs. Banks. Makes me laugh. First of all, I would like to make one thing clear. I never explain anything. So that's Mary Poppins. He stands around all day and makes faces. Bert says that. Okay. Uh, Anything can happen if you let it. Mm -hmm. Mary Poppins. Mm -hmm. And uh, why complicate things that are really quite simple? Yeah. Mary Poppins. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, there's so many good ones. Yeah, what, well, what do you so have? I have one of ours that crossover um, is, first of all, I'd like to make one thing perfectly <laughs> clear. I never explain anything. Right. I love that. 
Um, another one is, it's really simple. It can, could even kind of go back to the lessons. Um, never judge things by their appearance. You right. know, when she was pulling out all that stuff from her bag. Right. Um, a thing of beauty is a joy forever. Mm-hmm. In referencing the plant. Um, I thought that was really cool. And then you, ta- you, we talked about this earlier. Mary Poppins is practically perfect in every way. Narcissist. I know. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. And this one I never caught on before. But I love it, which Mary was talking about Bert. But she said something like, your sweet gentility is crystal clear. I thought that was really sweet. Um, And then there was one other one I have on here. Oh, and every job that must be done, there's fun. Yep, that's true. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Which one's your favorite? Um, Or you, you just like them all? Because I would say my, my favorite is, first of all, I would like to make one thing clear. I never explain <laughs> yeah. anything. That's probably, like, for the masses, I feel like that's a great memorable line. Okay. But I think, I keep, I keep going back to this one that says, a thing of beauty is a joy forever. Okay. I really like that one. All right. You mentioned um, Mary and Bert. Mm-hmm. What's the history between them? Mm. And this is this goes into to to the category of what do you wish there was more of yeah for me i wish there was more of their backstory because they have a history yes. did they date i don't know they got because they got like a dating like a vibe that he clearly is into her yeah bert like is in love i think with yes. mary poppins i think i think he's like a child at heart still i mean if you think he's about like it look grifter. at what, huh he's like a grifter man he's like a gypsy okay uh yes and no so he was like a street performer then he was a chimney sweep then he was a chalk artist he sells kites i feel like he's an art school dropout with just like or a striving artist and he's kind of like a hustler to make ends meet but he is so <laughs> like he's a kid at heart he just like goes where the wind takes him and that's what he probably is in awe or in love with mary poppins about because okay. she's in this you know whole other little world but he does love mary poppins i think I so think he does. yeah mm-hmm. okay so that's what I had. I, I I was gonna ask, you know, what do you wish there was more of? And that's yes. that for me is that's it. Like yes. I want to know what their backstory is. Yeah, and you want to know, like, if anything, yeah, like how they met, or okay. you know, how how often they cross each other's paths. Because I feel like Mary only shows up when things are needed. Yeah. Okay. Um. So whose movie do you think this is? So I have I have two, I have two nominees. Okay. Okay. I have Julie Andrews uh-huh. and I have Walt Disney. Okay. Oh, I have Julie Andrews. Okay. The, I mean, that's... The reason I put Walt Disney, though, yes, is because it is it was like his life's, from all indications, his life's ambition to get this movie made for his daughters. Mm-hmm. 20 years, crowning achievement for his company, nominated for Best Picture, nominated for 13 Academy Awards. Prior to this, he was just known as like the... The guy with the with all the animated stuff and a theme park. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I almost yeah, think hard. it's more of a of, of his movie than Julie Andrews. Well, with what you shared earlier about all the history going into the making of this movie and right. with you know how he tied into his life so much and impacted it and even his children, that is a very solid, you know, yeah. recommendation as far as like whose movie it is. Yeah. So that's a really good point. I can see again. It's Mary. Movies called Mary Poppins, and yeah. she's Mary Poppins. So I get it. But I'm just saying, for me personally, I think I almost would identify it more with him because yeah. 
he put so much effort into getting it, even more so, obviously, it's P.L. Travers, her intellectual property. You know, it's right. her book. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Again, I don't know how close this is to the book, if at all. It sounds like it's not. Yeah. So I won't even say it's hers because it's the, we're talking about the movie, not, not, right. the, not the books. Um, but yeah, I almost think it's his more than Yeah, hers. because even if all that resistance that he got up into, you know, having this movie come to life. Yeah, I could see that. Okay. Um, it's really good. All right. So I have only one more, one more question. Do you have anything you want to you talk about? I mean, about? I have so many random things. Well, let, let's it's talk really about hard it. to keep it aligned. Talk about a couple of <laughs> My them. mind goes everywhere. <laughs> talk about them. Oh, goodness. Well, <clears throat> okay. So I will tell you one sure. of the coolest things I pull from this movie mm-hmm. is I love, love, love all the old fashioned words that nobody uses today. <laughs> okay. Like, and Mary uses most of them and she's so proper and it gets me every time. She's like this embodiment of grace. Right. And I think like my life's goal is to work <laughs> these words into my everyday vocabulary. I mean, to be fair, you make up words on the regular, like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. You called smoke in the <laughs> air fire clouds. I did. <laughs> I mean, that's just the literal term for smoke. Okay, it's okay. fine. I mean, it's not could... making up words because those two words put together are individually words that are legit. So, are you trying to fucking Willy Wonka me no, right I'm now? No, I'm telling you're you. You're trying to convince me with a song and a dance that those are real words. Fires. Okay, so this is how fire crazy clouds I am. is not smoke. Okay, yes, they are. It's the same thing. Oh, but whatever. God. I you wish just don't Damien like was here I... right now to help me. Go ahead, <laughs> Pootie. Where are you? So... <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. You guys. Okay, I, like I said, I make it my life's goal to put some of these words. So this is how neurotic I was. Okay. Throughout the movie, I was capturing these words. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to share them with you. Okay. So, and I wanted to write them down because I wanted to make sure that they all go in. And some of these, <laughs> some of these were some things or some words I already use and they aren't that uncommon. Sure. But some of them are pretty cool. Okay. And I put them in alphabetical order. Okay. I'm just going to go through them. So, attractive, bitter, bloke, bloom, carry on, certainly, chaos, clever gent, come along, conduct, confounded, congeal, conquest, consorting, decorum, despite devotion, differentiation, discharge, disgraceful, despondency, distinguished, dreadful, enchantment, entirely, exemplary, extraordinary, fine, fortuitous, fulfill, Gallivanting, gazing, generous, gentility, ghastly, glorious, grateful, handsomely, hardly, indeed, and I know. Keep going. Jolly, looming, lovely, majestic, mortar, muddle, must, neither, nonsense, offensive, out of sorts, outings, pardon, precocious, presume, proceed, properly, proposed, propriety, prudently, questionable, quite, Reckon, regret, remainders, requires, satisfactory, sensible, sentiment, shall, sight, summon, suppose, taunting, terribly, thrill, tread, unlikely upon, very well, worthless. Ta-da! And today's English lesson is brought to you by <laughs> Nicolette Laflame. So you're going to work all those into your... I am! I need to. I mean, to be fair, you said like certain, certainly. Aren't you not saying certainly on a day-to-day basis? That's what I said. So I gave you a disclaimer I prior to. I certainly am. 
<laughs> What'd you say? Nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> some of these, I'm like, okay, I've used that occasionally. But there's some in here that I'm like, why don't I use that word? Because you're not British. That You don't have to you're be You're not British. speaking the Queen's English. <laughs> I just think they're great words. Okay. So, yes, I think that that's my life's goal is to work some unusual words. I get you. I get you. Or not any really unusual. You just don't hear them very often. <laughs> You're practically perfect in every way. Yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> so I have one more question. Shoot. Underrated, overrated, properly rated. 100% critics on Rotten Tomatoes, 86% audience on Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think? Okay. So because critics are 100%, and what what is it the what do they call audience the audience okay the audience is 86 percent i'm gonna say it's properly rated so you think it's properly rated at 100 percent or 86 percent or somewhere in the middle i think it's properly rated considering those two sources so like for example i think that when you come to the audience that it's 86 percent i think that's good okay the critics are giving it 100 because it's. if you think about it, it's revolutionary for its time. Okay. And there's so much that you can pull from it that's positive and that's great. Sure. Now, there is there are pieces that are like we keep going back to George Banks. So that's why I say it's properly rated. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's underrated. I don't think it's overrated. I think it's right there. It's right there. Spit spot. Spot on. <laughs> um, I think if you're going to look at what, if you're looking at the 100%, it's it's overrated. If you're looking at the 86%, I think it's properly rated. I think it's right there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a perfect movie to me. No. 100% indicates that it's perfect, and it is not. There's only two perfect movies to me, and this is not one of them. Um, so this is this would be this would be uh, properly rated at 86%. Okay. For me personally, um, I think it's properly rated just in general, not looking at the scores, mm-hmm. because of of where it is in in you know movie history. Um, it is again revolutionary, like you said. It's the music is ridiculous. Yes. It's 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 one of the best musicals made. Both Julie Andrews and Dick Van Dyke give amazing performances. The animation still looks really good, and it's it's like it's one of the best Disney movies made. Yes. So, yeah, and if you look from a critic standpoint, and at it being a hundred percent, they look at everything encompassing. So you have you know obviously the performances, you have the songs, you have the. Um, cinematography or like the whole backdrop and the anime. I mean, so I can see why they're giving it 100%. And so that's why I think it's yeah. properly. Mm-hmm. All right. Perfect. Well, thank you for being on. I had a lot of fun. I'm yes. glad that you could uh, you could be on this one with me. We me gotta, too. We got to figure out another one for you to be on. It's it's difficult. I know. With you. I don't know. We could we could do a, a whole King of the Hill. We have. <laughs> King of the Hill episode. <laughs> we just have different passions. Now I got you. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for the English lesson as well. I appreciate oh, that. It was certainly anytime. lovely. Mm-hmm. I'm All so right. glad. I do use lovely a lot. <laughs> I love lovely. Thank you for being on. <laughs> thanks for having me. As always, I want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, thanks to Nicolette for being on. This was a fun one. Uh, if you guys could give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, at The Morning Geekdom, that would be awesome. Give us a like, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, however you guys listen. Also appreciated. Uh, New episode next week, guys. Brand new type of episode, Damien and I. Can't wait for you guys to hear it. Merry Christmas. Shout out to Gary Oldman. Peace.